Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is building our future. This is a unique time in the history of St. Michael. God is calling us to take courageous steps forward. Together, we will build a future where the kingdom of God can be seen and known in new ways. As the psalmist says, send out your light and your truth that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 12. They brought to Jesus a demoniac who was blind and mute, and he cured him, so that the one who had been mute could speak and see. All the crowds were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It is only by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons, that his fellow casts out the demons. He knew what they were thinking and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own exorcists cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. Or... How can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first tying up the strong man? Then indeed the house can be plundered. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Therefore, I tell you, people will be forgiven for every sin and blasphemy, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come." Here ends the reading. I spent many years working with young people before I was ordained a priest. I love kids who are going through the awkward teenage years and those who stay awkward even into their 20s. There is authenticity in being unable to hide your awkwardness, and I find that endearing. However, there is one facet of the teen experience that I don't care for. Being a teenager is all about growth. That growth can be physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. Growth is when a person moves toward maturity, and sometimes that shift can be messy. For many teenagers, the embarrassment of growth and the fear of the unknown can manifest itself in behaviors that fall under the big umbrella of bullying. Sometimes bullying can be vicious and abusive, and sometimes we describe acting out of fear as bullying. For many teens, the world is hard and scary and exhausting, and when they find themselves in stressful situations where they're worried about being liked or accepted, they can begin to lash out at those around them. By criticizing others or casting blame, the insecure person can ignore the anxiety and uncertainty swirling within them. When I hear the story of Jesus, I think of those who lack maturity. They are acting out of insecurity. In today's reading, Jesus is doing amazing things. Jesus has been doing amazing things up to this point, but today's miraculous moment is on another level. Jesus comes face to face with a man believed to be possessed, who is also deaf and mute. Jesus cures him with little fuss, as if exercising a demon and making someone speak and hear for the first time is a small thing. Yet those watching know that what Jesus did is incredible, and they're struggling to make sense of it. 
Just like a teenager faced with a bit of fear and uncertainty, the leaders act out of their insecurity and begin to point fingers at Jesus. They know that Jesus' power to heal is significant, and they believe that kind of power can only come from one of two places, from God or from the devil. The problem is that giving Jesus credit to have power from God means that all the other things Jesus does is also godly. Jesus welcomed outcasts and ate with sinners and touched the sick. And if his power comes from God, then they'd have to accept that Jesus's other actions are ones they should consider too. Instead, the leaders accuse Jesus of having power from the devil. The accusation is stunning because the good work Jesus just performed was against the evil possessing the man. Jesus wastes no time in responding firmly. Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How, then, will his kingdom stand? But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. As if Jesus can read their minds, he strikes right at the heart of their critique. If they thought they'd get a little relief from their shock and confusion at Jesus' powers, they were dead wrong. Jesus names their illogical critique and pokes right at their insecurity, and by doing so, Jesus claims the authority he bears. Like those watching the exchange between Jesus and the religious authorities, we often have a choice between accepting the incredible power of God or allowing our insecurities to claim them. As disciples, as followers of Jesus, we are faced with incredible opportunities to use our God-given gifts in countless ways every day. Most of the time, those opportunities are small, but occasionally, the opportunity is immense. The true challenge of discipleship is having the courage and the faith to say yes to using our gifts, even when the world tells us we shouldn't. The true challenge of discipleship is placing our faith in God's hands and turning away from the world that would hold us back and control us with fear. Today, we are reminded once again that the Spirit of God is in each and every one of us. Today, we are reminded once again that we have incredible gifts. And today, we are reminded once again that God is calling each of us to use our gifts to build God's kingdom in small ways and in big ways. I hope today... We all have the courage to say yes. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, in Christ you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy, that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.